Welcome back to the Travcess Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travcess. Travcess provides on-the-clock, off-the-clock resources for healthcare travelers. On-the-clock being our amazing course, Traveler School, and off-the-clock being Travcess Adventures, which we are gearing up to launch Patagonia 2024. It is going to be an epic trip. It is one of our favorite trips in our portfolio of trips throughout the year. Um, so we will talk more about that in the show. And without further ado, here we go. Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. To the show. Thanks Not for, you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You're well, my guest. Welcome. Before we jumped in, I wanted to say just at the top that we are officially launching Travis's Patagonia. Oop. This Sunday, so Sunday 11-19, so if you're listening to this beforehand, then you're in the know. <laughs> if it's afterwards, then, you know, you missed the boat. Um, but we're, we're doing a live launch party on 11-19 at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we are... We like to do like release a trip to like a fun live launch. So we go on Zoom, we break the trip down, we share the itinerary, we go over the cost, what's included, what to expect. Answer any questions. Yeah, like it's fun. Like we're not just sitting there like talking. Like we have a whole presentation and it's just a really fun time. And so we are going to send out that link for people to come join us live to everybody on the interest list, our trip interest list. So make sure to join that if you haven't already. You can do that at imtravsis.com under the adventure tab. And I'm really excited about it. We'll do the launch party and then we're gonna open this baby up for people to sign up and reserve their spots on Sunday. So yeah, so you woo. get a little sneak peek, but the trip dates are 429 right yep it yep seven days eight eight days oh, yeah. yeah and then yeah that's where we're at yeah so coming out with us and spots are limited so they fill up quick yes and we're excited to go back to patagonia and i feel like we've been talking about this trip for so long and we finally locked in the dates and we are ready to freaking go so coming out with us sunday we'll see you there all right let's do this Okay, so it's Thursday night. Last weekend, Monday, was our anniversary, our 13-year anniversary, which is crazy. And it was on November 13th, so we thought it was a big year because 13's been our unofficial lucky number. It is our lucky number. Right, but our numbers are three and seven, and so, but 13 was just how we've been like all important life things life things happened on the 13th and so it was kind of one of those weird numbers that just kind of we were inherited as our lucky number yeah like we got engaged we bought our house we got married we closed on our house we got married yeah is that it were there any more 13s <laughs> no well it's funny because this year is our 13th anniversary right what I just, I've said okay, 13 like 16 times. I know, but I was just going to say something okay. like to reiterate it. So not to reiterate it, but to like build upon it that this was a big year for us because we're like, it's lucky 13. This is like the biggest one yet. We're so excited. And so we had all these plans. Like I really wanted to go to Italy for our 13th wedding anniversary. We've played with Airplane Beach. Then we were talking about being in Costa Rica so many things mm -hmm. so many things like oh this is going to be a good one like and usually we do we we plan like every other year like i'll plan one aaron will plan one i'll but plan we've one, also aaron realized that one. we haven't done that for years well that's what i was going to say like we 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 used to do that but then we were going over like okay let's like take a walk down memory lane and, and like let's go over the first year and the second year and then we realized after year five we kind of had stopped like planning every other so we're like what happened we just we have, but it hasn't been as big or as elaborate. But what did we do for ten? We couldn't remember. Yeah. Oh, that's when I had COVID, and we were in St. Louis. That's right. And I had COVID, and we were supposed to go stay in Arkansas. 
Oh, yeah, the Ozarks. I'm just kidding. I know you don't say it like that. Um, yeah, we were going to go camping and then I was staying in a cabin and then I ended up getting COVID and you made me uh, tr- like a truffle like, steak and garlic mash in our favorite wine. And I remember sitting at the table, we were home so we couldn't go anywhere. And I was crying because I had lost my sense of taste and I couldn't even taste the meal that you made. And I was like, am I ever gonna get it back? That's right. That was like an epic fail. And I remember saying that we'll make it up for on the 13th. Yeah. So now here we are on our 13th and it's funny because all those things that we had all these like great ambitions of what we were going to do and we ended up in West freaking Virginia and absolutely the last place I would have thought we would have spent our 13th wedding anniversary but we're here for a good cause we're you know <laughs> good cause. a good cause we're building our it's a future ch- it's baby a charitable event yeah but it's funny because I kind of, we were like, okay, what do we want to do? Because honestly, like we've done some really cool things for our anniversaries, but the main through line of what we've always tried to do is like something different that we haven't done and together. So that's going somewhere new or trying something new. And honestly, it's just about really being together, like hanging out together and, and making it a priority to Focus on the relationship. Yeah. And so with that theme, we were like, okay, we've never lived in West Virginia before. Is there anywhere around here that we would want to go? And so we were like trying to pinpoint like, is it cabin vibes? Is it, you know, resort vibes? Is it beach vibes? Like, what are we looking for? And funny story. I'm going to put Kim on blast here. What? Um, we're going through and we're like looking at cities that are drivable. So we were like, okay, like the beach is too far. Like we don't want to drive that far. Um, come to find out at this point, I didn't know that I had Monday off, but I ended up switching with somebody who needed tomorrow off um, Friday. And so I ended up having our anniversary off, which I would have had a long weekend. Four days. But because of that, I didn't know that. So we were trying to plan. So we're sitting here in the apartment and we're looking up stuff and we're like, oh, Louisville, Kentucky, that could be cool. And so Kim's going through like things to do in Louisville. And she says, we could go to Colonial Sanders house. (laughs) And then literally just kind of flew past it. And I'm like, yeah, like that sounds good. Like, do you know who that is? And she like didn't say anything. And then I'm like, no, I knew it was KFC. You knew that? I knew it was KFC. I knew it was the gray-haired man. I just didn't know that that you... You're giving away my punchline. So basically, now I guess she knew, but to me, it didn't seem like she knew, so I just thought she thought it was just some random colonial guy named Sanders, right? And his house, and why is that specific, and why would we go there? And I was like, you know that's Colonel Sanders, right? Which led us down this complete rabbit hole. First, I just like died laughing. But she is right. Like C-O-L-O-N-E-L. Right? That's how you spell Colonel. Which is crazy because in the English language, we also have K-E-R-N-A-L. Which is like a popcorn kernel. But you call a colonel in the military yeah, colonel. No but So we ended up too. getting on a deep conversation about that. But I thought that was absolutely hilarious well, that she said like, we can go to Colonial Sanders' house. Well, because I was like looking at the highlights and I, I think I knew that it was... No, because I the, said did it. Did I the, not? I said the KFC guy and you were like, that is not Colonel Sanders. That's not how you say... That's not you spell colonel. Oh, yeah. Maybe you're right. Uh, but, okay, yeah, I so had, you just blew up my funny punchline. I mean, did I? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't... Because the fact is, okay. is that you didn't know. If I would have Let's said Colonel Sanders, you would have known who that was. But because you said Colonial Sanders. Regardless, I didn't know that's how you said Colonel. So I legit was like, oh, Colonial Sanders. And I thought, like, <laughs> maybe that's what they, like, he's a big deal there. You know what I mean? Like, that was my, I didn't, I literally did not know. And you're like, that's Colonel. And I'm like, what the, what? <laughs> like, my mind was blown. And then we're, like, going through the alphabet and, like, english dictionary we spent hours on that i'm like okay we just totally got sidetracked we're not going to louisville anymore um that's scratched yeah but we were like going back and forth like we because we kind of felt like we should go somewhere like the whole should it's our anniversary like we should and 
and it had to be somewhere drivable and we were like Gatlinburg or Asheville and then nowhere really was sounding right and we were like okay well maybe we should redo a cabin in the woods theme Mm-hmm. And like go get cozy somewhere and like sit by the fire and be romantic and like drink Carmen Yere and like look in each other's eyes and you could tell me all the things you love about me, you know, like <laughs> Hashtag your dream. Why wouldn't you want to tell me things you love about me? I and would. that is my dream. Yeah, I'm just saying you, anniversary or not, that's what you want every night. I just want on like a yeah. typical Sunday night. Yeah. So we were thinking about like redoing that vibe because our second year anniversary, so we are going down like the line of oh, what do we do for our anniversaries? The set our second year of marriage, I planned it. And we were going up we were living in Florida at the time, and we were going up to Georgia and to stay in the mountains, because our anniversary is in November. So we're like, oh, it's the mountains, it'll be cool, it'll be fall, it'll be like a whole vibe. And the only like rule if that's what you want to call it was like no tv no phone no distractions like all we're gonna do is drink wine we are newly into wine at this point and we were drinking do you remember what it was called kindle jackson and it was the chardonnay and it tastes like whiskey like straight up whiskey which i was into yeah because you like whiskey Mm -hmm. i can't even like think about it i can't even look at it now it's it's so it's so disgusting but we were into that at the time so we we're going to drink wine, be in the hot tub, like eat charcuterie, you know, make love under the stars or like on a, a bear skin rug, you know, like it was this whole romantic weekend getaway. And the reality of it is. So, it's a, so I got <laughs> off of Emory. It was my first contract ever. I got yeah. off Emory early. Oh, we were traveling. That's right. Yeah. We weren't living in Florida. We were in Atlanta. Yeah. I said we were living in Florida. Oh, I missed that part. You weren't listening. Sorry. You're yawning. I know. I'm um, boring you, apparently, <laughs> no. with my wonderful stories. I uh, I got off work, Emory. I was so excited because I had just started like in September, so I just had to work until November, and I knew I had like a little break. And so I got off work early at lunch, and I ran out, and like Kim was there to pick me up, and we went to our pizza place. Fellini's. Fellini's Pizza, and we got a salad and a pizza, and I remember... We were driving and we were halfway there and I just remember getting those hot flashes, like super hot, I'm gonna throw up, like that feeling. So I was like turning the air on and like letting it hit me and then we get to the cabin, everything was fine, it was all exciting. And then we went to Helena, it was Helena, Georgia, and we went out for the night, we went to a place to eat and have some drinks and hang out, walk around. And I just remember, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. You skipped like the whole cute part of helena is like this cute german town yeah and it's so like it's walkable and it's like decorative and it's just it was vibey it was like holiday-ish it was so cute we're like oh we'll go out and have like this wonderful dinner and then we'll come home get in the hot tub and aaron was literally on this i think you were like hiding behind a gingerbread man i was puking violently yeah i mean literally all over that town helena needed a flood to clear out yeah what i did there. i was like looking at the lights and and like wow this is so cozy i think we even had fudge like we were like we taking did. selfies well, you, of us like, no that was the fudge. next day was it yeah when we went into town the next day and i was like too soon i thought like, it was that night no because you ate all the fudge we didn't go back into town yeah we did we did we went back for lunch and had the trout on the river oh see i forgot okay mm-hmm. you're right right so Aaron's puking. We're like, all right, we got to wrap this up. We got to go home. And we go, we're heading back into our cabin and our GPS didn't work. Do you remember this? Yeah, we you got, were driving. I was driving. We had no idea That's where we were going. That's back when Kim drove. I know. Gosh, you remember the days? Yeah, when I just wow. hopped in the passenger seat like, without thinking. get on in, Bobby. Let's yeah. go for a ride. Now it's like I picked him up from work today. We almost died twice. <laughs> he was like... Oh, God. Because I never drive and I like pulled into like... I, in my lane, but I thought I was just in my lane. I literally I almost hit a car and the car honked at me. And Aaron's like, babe, you're in the wrong lane. I'm like, no, I'm not. And then, and then the car's says, like honking. What do you expect <laughs> me to do? These lanes are small. And I'm like, uh, my whole body was over the line. You know, that was not one of my finest moments. But and when- then drove 35 mile an hour past our <laughs> apartment complex and then I, whipped a Yui into a, yeah, it was, I, okay. it was an experience. <laughs> 
<laughs> Let me tell you that. That you, literally was a three-minute drive. There was two experiences that I'm like, get me out of this car. You distract me, and I, I'm fine by myself. I didn't say a word until was, you passed the apartment. I was nervous because okay. I don't usually perform in front of you behind okay. the wheel, so God I was nervous. For, oh, yeah. So I never drive. So at this point in our relationship, I still drove, and it's pitch black. GPS doesn't work. We're on the side of the road. Aaron's throwing up. Like, we have no idea where to go. I actually don't remember how we figured out how to get home because I remember feeling panicked of, like, I don't know how to get us home. Yeah, and I was... We're fucked. I was seeing blur at that point. Do you remember how we got home? I don't, actually. I just remember... I All I remember is laying in the bed with my face buried, with my butt in the air, like, rocking back and forth, like, moaning. And then getting into the bathroom and coming out in the hallway and seeing you watching SVU. Well, that, okay, that's what I was getting. So you just skipped to my whole point. But I don't know. We Somehow we ended up not. I don't know how we got home. Like grace of God. Like an angel literally took over and drove us home. Because I do not remember how we got there. And we get back. And again, this was supposed to be no TV, nothing. Just you and I in the hot, hot tub. tub, like banging it out, like pouring Kendall Jackson all over my <laughs> boobs. You know, like that was the vibe. <laughs> we get back. Aaron is blowing mud all over the house, all over the house, like diarrhea everywhere in the walls. He's throwing up. He's so sick. And I'm like, I don't really know what to do. Like there's nothing I could do for you. Just had to let it like ride it out. And so I would like check on you sometimes, but I was sitting on the couch, like eating the charcuterie, drinking the Kendall Jackson by myself, watching like SVU marathon because it was cable. That's like the mm -hmm. only thing that was on. And I'm like, how is this our anniversary weekend? Mm -hmm. Like this was the opposite of what I had imagined we would be doing. Yeah, I'm yeah. freaking watching SVU in the middle of the woods by myself with my sick husband. Well, you had Mimi. We did have Mimi. Mm -hmm. And the next day, Aaron was feeling better. And I had arranged for masseuses to come and give us this, an amazing massage in our cabin. Again, in the woods, the whole thing. And you were feeling a little better the next day. We got our massages. And literally, Mimi sat up in the room upstairs and barked. The entire the massage. entire massage. I have never felt more on edge. I know. Why didn't we go up there and like... I don't know. Because we were new to massages and we I thought she would stop because Mimi never barks. She usually just sits in the room and she's perfectly fine. Yeah. It was a disaster. Yeah. She freaking ruined well, that I mean, for me. I figured that we were doomed for anniversaries because year one we got into a fight over a traveling soldier. <laughs> because you were having a deep conversation. We had had some drinks and the song came on and I started singing it and Kim lost her mind. Okay. And then we ended up, I like, she was running through the campsite, like, by herself at night, and I'm, like, trying to find her, and then I she thought I was... running through the campsite. Yeah, you took off in the campsite. Can I put some context behind this? Because you can't just say that. Well, can I finish? Like, yes. she takes off, because she was a runner. She's a runner. She's a track star. I am like, a runner. Yeah. And so then I'm, like, trying to find her, because she didn't have a flashlight, Please. and then she thought I was chasing her with a flashlight, like, trying to scare her <laughs> and, like, be mean and I'm like, I'm trying to find you. <laughs> Dude, that was the worst, worst anniversary. I will say, just wrapping up the Georgia, that you ended up feeling much better the next day. And we did get to have that really nice night yeah. of just sitting outside in the hot tub and hanging out. And it was like, okay, we, we ended on a good note. Um, but I felt like we, sh we were going to redo that yeah. cabin in the woods. Minus my puking. Vibe, yes. Yeah, we needed agreed. to redo for the first year, so we were living in Florida because it was our first anniversary, and uh, I guess you planned it. I thought I planned it. We I both planned it. Did and we then, do it together? And that's when we started. We both planned year one, and then we started where With you planned year two, other. I planned okay. year three, you planned year four, I planned year five. So we planned to go camping. Now, this again, this is Florida. So we go up to Apalachicola, which is on the Gulf Coast, like a campground on the beach. Oyster which I didn't like at the time. Like, what a loser. I, like, literally all I ate was, like, chicken fingers. I was, like, a child. And I remember I tried the oyster and, like, I didn't like it. But it wasn't even raw. They were, like, cooked or something they disgusting. They were oysters Rockefeller. Yeah. Like, no wonder I didn't like them. <laughs> I'd like to go back now. Most, most people like oysters Rockefeller. Really? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not a fan. I don't like cheese with my seafood. And hot 
oysters? No, I want them cold with the mm. accoutrements and the horseradish and all the things. So anyways, we were camping that night and we're sitting around the fire having like marshmallows, right? Ja- and drinks. Yeah. yeah. Jack Daniels. We did hot dogs. We did hot. No. We oh, we did. We ended up having to make it because remember we went into Apalachia Cola and then ate a huge lunch and then we found the oyster place and then we went and ate there and oh, so like oh my God, we, we weren't hungry we had like pork like pork chops to do and like Ew. hamburgers hot dogs s'mores we had a whole cooler full of stuff and we didn't even use it that's right but we, we did hot dogs, dogs and ha- we did hot dogs that night okay and so we're like sitting around you know talking about just <laughs> listening to music and you know i'm talking about like good relationship things i like to talk about relationship things on our anniversary reflecting on the year you know just all like you know what what can we work on what do you love what you know all the important things and i'm like in it and i'm feeling it i'm like looking into your eyes and it's literally like aaron's just like looking at me and then he just starts singing the traveling soldier song right when she's doing it dixie chicks traveling soldier came on and I was playing the guitar at the time, and that was one of the songs I was learning. And so she was in the middle of her talk, and I just go, two days past the... And it was literally ignition blast off. You would have thought you, I don't even know, told me that you did something bad. I lost my shit. I got, again, we were drinking, so I think that just... <laughs> no. What? Nowadays, though. I would never... Even if we were drinking nowadays, you wouldn't do that. No, yeah, obviously. I mean, I'm like a grown-up now. Like, back then, I was a little wilder. I got a shorter temper. I was more of like a hothead, like always snapping off. And and obviously, we were drinking, so that just made everything 10 times worse back then. But now, yeah, like, right, that wouldn't even be an issue now. But it's, like, funny to look back and be like, oh, my God. Like, we ended up getting into, like, the biggest fight over something so freaking dumb. So now the joke is that every time that song comes mm-hmm. on, I always think of that. So I'm like, God, who? and I love that song. I know. I love that song. And that song ruined that whole night. Did the song ruin or did you? I did. Yeah. But the song influenced <laughs> Okay, just flipping gears here. I just thought of this. If you could only pick one anniversary Mm. that we went somewhere and did something, which one would... The only one. There can't be, well, I like this one and this one. If you could only pick one, which one would you recreate? And what year was it? Well, you know I'm torn between the two. You know know. the two. New York and California. You have to pick one. And then tell, okay. talk about I'm it. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. No brainer for me. All right. We've had so many good ones. Again, some bigger than others, but all fun for the most part. Um, Calistoga. Year five? Three. Year three. We went... Uh-huh. By the way, I planned this. Yes. This, this was an incredible anniversary. We were living in San Francisco at the time, so we were like super close. And... Aaron planned a whole like wine country getaway and we biked to wineries, we did mud baths, we did massages and it was just such a fun day. But the standout was we went to Jolene's in Calistoga. If you It's not Jolene's, it's Jolie. Jolie, you're right. J-O-L-E. Oh, I always say Jolene. I know. But okay. it's the song, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Yeah. Jolene. Are, you, are you singing while I'm saying something important? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> um, so, jo- Jolie. Hold remember on. you used to call it Holies? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Holies. Yeah. I think that is probably what it's called. Probably. So, I... Uh, there's a couple of reasons why this was such a standout. So, at the time, I was reading the Wine Bible. And, like, I was really into wine and we were living, well, I was actually taking a contract up in Sebastopol. So like I was living up in wine country. I was learning all the wine. Aaron would come up on the weekends. We'd go to wine uh, vineyards. I'd ask all the questions. Like I was like really into it. It was Remember fun. it was our dream to open our own winery and yes. create like a whole thing with, it wasn't about the wine more or less. Like I would want to hire a kid out of school, like out of college that's a viticulturist and like create our own brand of wine but we wanted to do it for the entertainment value of like having a cool place to go with live music and a 
It's like barn chic, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we wanted that. We're such entrepreneurs because we, you would come up and stay with me and we would go and like go to these vineyards and like go to these tasting rooms, but everything closed so early. Everything would close at like six or seven. And we're like, gosh, wouldn't it be cool to have, not a bar, I don't want to no. go sit in a bar, but have this really cool like vineyard where Outdoor you could winery. go and have like great food and local wines and like live music. And it was fun and it was vibey. There was nothing like that. At like, a vineyard. At, yeah, at a vineyard with good wine. Yeah, not a restaurant. Right. And so we're like, we should open this. And like, I was really into wine at the time. And anyways, we never did. But I still think that's such a fun idea. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I was really into the wine. And Aaron took me to Holis. And it was a wine. It was our first ever. It changed our lives as we know it. It with, was our first. In, in with regards to food. It was our first ever wine and food pairing. Mm-hmm. We had never done this. Yeah, this was like really, I think, when we became foodies. And we sat with the sommelier, and I was again really into wine. So, like, we were just asking him all these questions, and he was so cool. Mm-hmm. And he was like letting us try all this stuff and like going over the pairing. Bringing extra glasses. Oh my God, we were. Oh, I was hammered. I ended up up getting in the shower with my um, butt naked, Under Armour, obviously, Under Armour shirt on, and just wiener out, and wiener out, and pressing it up against the glass as I took the shower head off and was like doing a show. What? Yeah, that's for my eyes only. (laughs) Wow, that that was a treat that night. Let me tell you. Oh man, that was insane. But we, the Jolie's was right across from our hotel, so we could just walk. So we walked over and I remember thinking to myself, like, I can't believe I planned this because this is going to be the most expensive dinner I've ever paid for. And that seemed at the time, like irresponsible. Yeah. Right. Especially on top of the weekend and the nice hotel we stayed in. And I was like, this is irresponsible, but the food looks really good. And we've never done an experience like that. And then I said it was our anniversary, so they started us off with a, a glass of champagne. It was like this whole experience. And then the guy, the chef's wife is the um, pastry chef, and so she only makes one pastry or one or two types of desserts, and they sell them until they run out. And so if you don't get there at a good enough time, you don't get <laughs> dessert because they're out. And so it was just that cool kind of vibe, and it was a beautiful restaurant. And we had an awesome table, awesome sommelier. And I remember the bill came and it was like $374. Oh my God. And I about lost it. But yeah, then that I was, realized that lot. we paid it. We had so much fun. The world didn't stop. No. And we continued on our lives and everything was cool. And that changed my view of spending money on experiences in restaurants. Yeah. Like, obviously, that's a lot. But we, that is one of my favorite experiences that I will never forget because it was just so fun so delicious and it just stood out and after that we're like wow like this is so cool and we started to get more into foodie experiences Mm -hmm. because before that I guess like we really weren't like Mm -mm. you know in Florida like we didn't really have much money anyways but we would for us like a nice a nice stepping out dinner was like going to like sneakers no, like watching football. Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory. Oh no, Carabas was our big. Oh, Carabas yeah. was like a or sushi. Fancy remember, night like out. if we tried sushi, it would be like so expensive. Wasabi's, yeah. Yeah. But like that, we were like chain people. I mean, the night that you engaged or we got engaged, you took me to Carabas. Like that was a big deal, which <laughs> is so funny to think about because we like we used to think. Not that there's anything wrong, but now we're just not chain people. Like, mm-hmm. I want to go to more of, like, a mom and pop place or, like, a chef place. Now, I'm not, I don't go to a chain no. unless I have to for yeah. whatever reason. But that was just kind of normal for us. So, Jolie's, like, really opened us up to, like, and especially with the wine and then even, like, cocktail pairings and just, like, these different experiences. We were, like, minds were blown. Well, yeah, we were, I mean, like, this again, this is amazing. It was, like, a whole experience because even the sommelier wrote down every wine and put it with what we ordered so that we could see it and understand the pairing thing and then sign the menu and had the chef sign the menu. It was like a whole thing. Ugh, that was amazing. Yeah. Okay, what was your favorite? It was Calistoga. Really? Yeah, Calistoga. I thought you were going to say New York. No. That was a good one too. No, but New York was great, but that's not, not some. A, it, yeah. I mean, we saw The Lion King. I planned that, that restaurant. We ended up going back to, remember? 
We ended up finding it again oh, and going back to it. Was it was like in someone's house almost, it seemed well, you, like. It's not house. labeled. There's no signs for this restaurant. It just looks like a house in Greenwich Village. Yeah. And you walk down the steps and you it opens up this huge like restaurant. And it's like swanky and kind of like dark wood Tapas. and dark it's like a uh, light lan- lanterns or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's really good food. Um, we went back there, but we went to that place. And I remember stepping out and doing that and feeling like that's when we were really getting in, really getting into food. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's all about the pizza when we go to New York. So. Oh, God, yeah. But we went to Lion King and then went to this amazing bar yeah. and live music. And it was fun, but that's like, I feel like. Yeah. It was fun, but it wasn't so standoutish. We had so much fun on that weekend, that anniversary weekend in New York, but yeah. not anything like Calistoga. Calistoga was so it's different. Stand out, yeah. We got to recreate, not recreate, but like I'm ready for I another would do that again. standout. No, Identical. I want to do something. Well, we do, we want to start planning some U.S. based trips. Um, mm-hmm for Travis's adventures and one of the top things on our list is to do like a wine country long weekend because that's one of our favorite places in the entire world like I lived there well we lived in the bay area for 3 years mm-hmm. but then I actually lived up in wine country and so taking a contract so we lived separately for a little bit and Aaron would come up so like we know it so well Well not only that like we got so familiar with it because she lived near Hillsburg, which is our favorite little wine area, not, you know, Napa or anything like that. Um, Calisoga is in Napa. Yeah, but, but we like, we like Hillsburg. Yeah. And so we would go there a lot. Our wine club was there. Um, and then it became, we would go up there almost every weekend. And then even when Kim left that contract, we would still go up there. And then anybody that came out to visit us, we would take the wine con- that area and show them around. Like Laura and Jacob, my dad and, and his girlfriend at the time, uh, your sister and Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we took other people there. We've spent a lot of time with Katie there, yeah. like Sarah Beth, because she lived there. Yeah, like we've just, that's a place that we love. So it's kind of like a, a Bali. Like we spend so much time in Bali. We know it really well and it feels like home to us. Like I feel like that part of our country mm-hmm. we know so well and it feels like home that I would love to plan like a really cool weekend trip there. The only thing is it would be balls to the wall every day drinking. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I would, I would want to do Tam. No, I think Tam, that yeah. would be cool. I think there's a lot of cool things. I mean, yes, it would definitely be like a food, a food and like wine focused trip. Mm-hmm. But like, I think we can throw some other like cool things in there yeah, too. That's true. Okay, so back to the anniversary. So all that being said, we ended up because we were like trying to figure out well, where do we want to go, where do we want to go, and nothing was just like hitting right. And so we're like, why are we trying to force something just to say we're going to go? Like, if something really felt fun and felt good like let's go Mm -hmm. but like we weren't feeling it and like we're trying to save money and like so why are we gonna like it just we're like let's just stay home and the most important thing is like we're gonna have a day just to be with each other and to have fun and so we ended up uh playing pickleball well we found a new place to live we did yes that was big that was big we're moving out of our house because it's infested with German roaches. Yes, um, which that's like a whole nother story. But uh, I mean, it's not like we didn't want to get out of here anyway. Just it yeah. was nice to have the German roaches invade us so that we had an easy out because our landlord was like, I wouldn't want to live in this. So I don't blame you if you guys want to go. Yeah, it was bad. So we found like a cute place that just feels more comfortable and there's light and since we know we're going to be here for through the summer uh, as a place that we can come back to in between our trips it just makes sense to like live somewhere that feels more comfortable so we found a place to live and then we get to move in next week and then we went and played pickleball which was really fun because it's something it's something new that we haven't done like in on an actual court correct why are you laughing i mean Kim strikes again. Why? Okay, Miss Pouty Powderson. Oh, okay. Well, can we focus on the good first? Excuse me. I was a natural. You are, and you did so well. I'm just saying it wouldn't be us if there wasn't some sort of incident. funny incident that well, literally I couldn't I stop laughing. I just want laughing. to start by saying that I've never played 
sports before, like long term, right? Like I did play softball. Hey, I did. And then you told me you picked flowers in the outfield. Excuse me. I hit a, I hit to third once. You got a triple? Yes. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) It was pretty good. Are you sure you didn't run the opposite way and get on third, but you should have ran to first? I had to cover for somebody because I was always an outfielder. And then I had to cover for somebody on shortstop and like ruin the whole play. <laughs> Buddy, it's not just one that. play. Whatever. I did not do what I was supposed to do. <laughs> oh okay. So like I always would do sports like softball or cheerleading because like my friends were there and I wanted to like hang out with my friends. But then I would never stick with it because I didn't really have the right coaching and I didn't really have anybody involved, like, helping me, like, stick with it. So it just, I would end up getting frustrated and just, like, quitting and be like, whatever, I'll just hang out with you after the game. And I always, like, wanted to be good, but I just never had the right coaching. So that's a setup for the story. So I've never really played, and I've never played tennis before, even though it runs in my blood. Mm -hmm. My dad was an amazing tennis player. My grandmother was, like, top of her tennis club. Like, all of, everyone in my family plays tennis. And so I've always been drawn to it because I feel like it would be a fun, competitive sport that you could do. Like, and it's an activity that you and I could do together. Sounds great. Pickleball was fun. We were, like, playing in front of our house in Florida, and we were, like, killing it. So we're like, okay, cool. Let's get on a real court. So while it was, it was fun. And I feel like I did pretty good for my first time. You did amazing. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. Like we were volleying and like I was hitting some difficult shots and you were returning them and you were doing really well. Thank you. But. Things took a turn. Things took a turn when I actually pulled up the rules and was like, let's start trying to play by the rules so we can learn. Because pickleball is a little different. Like, I still don't understand all the rules and, like, serving and how, whatever the points, I know how the points go. But it's like, if you're playing doubles, it's different and stuff like that. And so, we were just trying to play to get used to it. Like, you got to serve in this box and you can't run into this box and you can't over it and blah, blah, blah. And so... I started to like actually play by the rules and when we started to put you in that little box that's when things got a little difficult well and there was a comment that cracks what me up happened that you said, was it's impossible to hit the ball within these lines <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i kept hitting them out because i'm too strong oh my God. those lines are for freaking little people okay <laughs> with no muscles okay. like i would hit it out every time and i was getting so frustrated and when you started critiquing like hey like try this try that like as a way to help me right which they do say like you shouldn't really learn or be coached by your significant other well i do i do believe that there's a reason and of course you believe that and once you believe that then there's no chance i will ever be able to help you whatever because you have that belief in your head if you actually said wow my husband could actually teach me and i'm willing to learn from him because he is better, and he knows what he's doing, and he's telling me the right things to do. Did I so not I'll... end up listening to you at the end after I had apologized? No, because you said... Oh, you know what? You're actually going to piss me off right now. Like, yes, I did. Did you not see me serving the way that you taught me how to serve? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. I'm I get sorry. no acknowledgement for these no, I take steps that, back. that I take. I take that back. You started serving, yes. But then you said you'd rather do it your way, and I said, you know what? Like, hit it. But I wasn't. I was doing it the way you taught me. Yeah. But I found myself, I got frustrated because (laughs) then I, so I was doing fine, just like doing it my way. Right. And then when Aaron started to be like, okay, like do it this way or like hold your racket this way or whatever, like not racket, but paddle. And then I started to get in my head, which is what always happens. And then when I get in my head, then I start like, making mistakes and not and just like I started to do bad and then I get frustrated and then because now I'm frustrated with myself so then I run off the court and sat and cried <laughs> sat Indian style next to Mimi and cried for five it was like literally 50 seconds yeah until you started laughing and I'm laughing and trying to figure that out of like is this serious or does she just want to break it was, it was, so that, so I 
I'm a crier. Like I, that's how I express all emotion. If I'm happy, if I'm frustrated, if I'm sad, like I'm just a crier. That's how I release. And so I was frustrated. So I'm like crying. And I had this flashback as I was sitting there. Now I'm a 37 year old woman playing pickleball on her anniversary. It's fun. And I'm sitting there like crying, like throwing a tantrum, pouting. Basically Mm -hmm. I like through the ball, like stormed through off, racket. through the racket. And I have this flashback of when I was, I don't know how old, like how old are you in sixth grade, I guess, seventh grade, sixth grade. And I was playing softball and my dad was, we were at the park and he was like, well, one of the like a rare occasions he was there, like trying to like show me what to do. But he was like trying to uh, teach, it was like batting, I think, or through, I can't remember what it was, but I remember he was like telling me, hey, like, no, do this or like to try this. And I literally was so frustrated. I ran off, stormed away, sat with my back to him and was crying and pouting and like refused to continue. And he's like, Kimberly, like you got like if you're not willing to learn, then, you know, whatever. And I had that flashback of that time when I was in sixth, sixth or seventh grade. And now I'm a 37 year old woman still pouting like a child but you also did that with Gibbs too when you would play horse he would yes, go to win and you true. would pout until he'd give you letters back so, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> a i'm not a cheater so don't you dare say that and you know that i play to win i don't want charity and you know it i don't take charity you're points. the one that told me the story that he would no, give you letters no, back no, no, no. so let me correct you because Correct yourself. Gibbs you told my, me the story. Gibbs is my stepdad, by the way. And so we would always play hoop together. <laughs> Aaron hates when I say that. I've never heard anybody <laughs> just hoop. like. That's what me and Gibbs called it, hoop. We're going to go shoot so hoops. We'd go shoot hoop. Ho- hoops. It's plural. Just one. There's one hoop. And oh we're all God. shooting in it. So we would go play a game of hoop. And oh we would do it like every day. And so I would do the same thing. I would get frustrated if I started doing bad and then I would storm off and he would call me a blamer. He still literally calls me that to this day. Like mm-hmm. it's something that's always carried on because I would always be pouting. So I would storm off. And it would be his fault that you're being bad. You know, he always messed with me too. But like, you said it was my fault that you were bad at paddle at pickleball. I never said it was your fault. Yeah, you did because you said that I started to correct you and try to teach you and I got in your head, and because I got in your head, you were doing fine before I talked to you. So that I is, didn't, that's, that's, not that's saying, blamer. Okay, that is blamer <laughs> quality. Yes, but is. I wasn't saying, it was, I was just saying that got into my head, which then made me overthink everything. So Correct. that's not necessarily your fault. But yes, blamer tendencies. Yes. And so Dave, my Dave, yeah. Gibbs, yeah. aka Gibbs, because I called him a lot of things there. I would pout and then he would say, you know, you can come back and because the game would be over. Right. And he like, let's do one more game or like you can I'll give you a chance to get like, you know, a couple like we can do horse again and you could get some like letters, whatever. So he never would like give me my points back, but he would give an opportunity to come back and redeem myself. And then if I didn't, I would pout again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that would be our routine. Okay. And then also the, when I, like growing up, cause I grew up with, with Dave, like he was my dad. He raised me basically. And my dad, my real biological father was there and in and out, but he, uh, we had a check system. So if I was bad or bad, but like if I gave eyebrows or gave an attitude or talked back or whatever, I would get a check and every check was 15 minutes off bedtime. And so Dave would say, if, if I had like 20 checks for the day, he would be like, do you want to go outside and play a game of hoop? And <laughs> if, if you get X amount or whatever, we'll take a couple checks off. So like we would go do that. And then if I didn't, I would literally like be so bad. So I realized that I realized a couple of things on that pickleball field or court, court. that I'm a poor loser yeah. 
and that I'm still doing things that I did when I was a kid that like are not good. Like I don't, cause I honestly want to learn how to play pickleball. I like being competitive and I want to learn how to do it right so that we can actually like, this could be something you and I could do or we could play with couples. And so I do. And so it's like, I really want to like break this and move on and like be teachable and be coachable and actually stop pouting in the corner like a child well we also want to learn how to snow ski this year and so yeah. that that got me nervous of like it's going to be frustrating like it's it's hard to learn like but once you get it you get it but it depends on how much you want to put into it to try to figure it out and we were yeah. going to try snowboarding together which could be a whole nother level well and you did say that you were like listen like if you want to learn how to snowboard and stuff, like you got to be able to take coaching. You have to be able to listen to what someone's telling you. I, like you can't just say, I want to do it my way. Like it might not feel as natural or as comfortable, but if, if you learn the right way to do things from the beginning, then it's going to get easier over time. And it was like, yeah, you're right. Like I well, don't want to do that. And you don't want to learn something and play with really bad habits. Right. right, because you're never going to progress. You're going to have to relearn those bad habits in order to be competitive. Yeah, and so that's where it's like, I mean, and competitive in the nature of, like you said, if we played doubles with another couple, like I would want to be competitive, right? I, I don't I like going too. on the court to lose. Well, and it is because like I'm super competitive. Oh, there's a dog in the yard. What? There's they're not supposed to have dogs down there. We have this beautiful piece of grass downstairs that like for some reason dogs aren't allowed but there's no grass around our building so Mimi literally has to like pee on someone else's house yeah it's ridiculous anyways there's a dog um what was I just saying bad habits um damn I just forgot yeah that was a big squirrel moment I know well I because like it's so like frowned upon um and it distracted me. But anyways, I do. Oh, I'm a super competitive person. Oh, yeah. But I'm usually like, but if I'm not doing well, like that's why I was banned from board games yep. for a while because like I would get so worked up. Well, and actually I that was more fun and playful but there were a couple of times i got really worked up really aggressive yeah and so i was banned this was years ago though this <laughs> was like let's be honest this was like 10 years ago so i've redeemed myself at least in the board game category but yeah i think that was just like a, a i so mean you're, you're still the most interesting person in the world to play heads up with because you just <laughs> make up it. words and then crank that it down like you got it right. One time, no, it you'll not. never let me forget it. One time? It, it happened Patagonia. three times during that one game. Okay, that's because I was worked up. I and just like, love I how you so said excited. it correct before anybody corrected you. <laughs> like, nobody said correct. She says the wrong thing. So it was Sputnik for like, it was a friend's one. Oh, rest in peace, Chandler. It was sad. I saw them all posting today. But anyway, um, but it was Sputnik when Ross was the potato and they called him doo-doo, like he was space doo-doo. But it was Sputnik, and so they're trying to explain this to Kim, and she says, Spud Lightyear, and then goes, correct, <laughs> and like it went off, and we're all trying to say, the opposing team's like, no, you don't get to count that point. And then it was a Phoebe's sister or something, you like made up. A name and then said correct and then went yeah. down because i i get super worked up and like my brain is going so fast <laughs> that it's hard to keep up you know so i'm just like in it and i'm feeling it you know but so like anyway, my done. point was that that was a recognition that i had about myself that i haven't it had that hasn't come up for a long time and so it just made me realize like that's not who I want to be, and I want to work on that because I want to have fun. No, I love that. Playing games with you. Well, and on top of that, like, I've always been a sports person, and so I just haven't even played any sort of sport. Well, and you're so good at everything, and that really freaking pisses me (laughs) off. Like, you're so good at everything, and actually is quite obnoxious. (laughs) So maybe, maybe I should try getting coaching lessons from someone else because I do think, again, like we were saying, if you're teaching me how to do something, I, I, if I was there with a stranger who is coaching me how to play pickleball, do we really think that I would run off the court pouting and crying? I don't know. 
I mean, I would hope not, but we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> that would be tragic. But I, I feel like I would pull myself together because you're the closest person to me. So I feel comfortable with you that if I'm going to run off the court crying, like whatever. But like, I wouldn't do that with a stranger, which is sad. No, and I told you like why you have, why I'm at work, go get a pickleball lesson. Yeah. But you know, Anyhow. like we said, we'll see. Because like skiing and stuff like that could be fun, but I want you to pick it up. I know this is going to be a, a stretch for me, but I'm willing. I'm willing to tap into my seventh grade self that just wanted to play softball and be a cheerleader and didn't quit. I can like redeem myself. Love that. I don't want to be a quit. I don't want to be a quitter. And you're not really a quitter in anything. No, you're not. I don't quit. No, you don't. Just sports. <sighs> just sporting events. I don't want to do that anymore. Yep. Okay. Anyway, so, so we played pickleball, and then we had a lunch planned, and we were so excited to go for our lunch to sit outside because it was the only place in Charleston, West Virginia, that we felt like we could go um, that had that vibe, right, that we could get like an espresso martini, we could sit outside, it was such a beautiful day, it was a Monday, it was like perfect, and Monday the restaurant was closed, and so Kim and I had zero options um, for a lunch. Like literally... Charleston has nowhere to eat nowhere like that we like and usually we'll have a couple of things that were a go-to place whatever there is nothing here nothing to just go sit outside and have a fun lunch there's like pubs and breweries it's all bar food it's bar food which I don't like and I don't want so we're so I was like damn like we're just super meat heavy right like steak right and who wants salmon a steak, chicken, salmon. I don't want to go sit in a dark restaurant in the middle of the day and eat a steak. That mm-hmm. wasn't the vibe. So that was disappointing. But we were like, whatever. Who cares? It's Monday. We're together. Again, like, let's just go anywhere. So we went to this one place. It was fine. It wasn't that great. And then we came home. Well, it was cool because it was at the, the market. And so we went and got stuff for charcuterie. And we got... Uh, it has a really awesome world wine store. Um, and so we got to get... Carmenere, and we got a Savion Blanc, and we came home, and it was like... And like a pound of truffles? We did get a pound of truffles. Oh my God, we're out of freaking control. We had 16... Chocolate truffles. 16 chocolate truffles. And truffle cheese, and a, a garlic cheddar yeah. cheese. And we made this, like, huge charcuterie board, and we're like, oh, like, this is so cute. Like, let's do a little wine tasting with the truffles and the cheese, and we're not going to eat all of this. Like, we'll just kind of dabble. We ate everything on that board. Yeah, I know. All 16 chocolates. Yeah. And all the cheese. Yeah. We were sick as dogs. We still have cheese left, though. We didn't Oh, I threw that shit out. Did you? Hell yeah. I was like, I'm not going to be trusted with this pound of cheese. No, no, no. It's probably best. Yeah. And the salami, too. I just got kind of... A, you threw away the Hell salami? yeah, I did, bro. Listen, I couldn't oh, even man. look at the stuff. I was excited for that dabble. So we had our charcuterie, and it was fun because, like, we sat and listened to music, and then I had uh, written, like, some fun questions, like, to ask about, like, relationship stuff, like, fun stuff, and just, like, reflecting on the year and all of that. And so... We did something, so we do something at the end of every adventure trip that we host. And so this was the first year that we've done this in our relationship like no. this. Well, not, we don't, or we always do the peach and the pit, but we didn't, we did the peach pit and buffalo this well, year. Well, because we learned that in Patagonia. Yeah, right. But I guess we do always do the, peach the, and the pit. like always, always kind of like, what was your highlight? What's something you want to work on? Yeah, we always... We always reflect on the year of like, what do we want to work on? What was like the high of our relationship? What was the low? Mm-hmm. What do you want to work on? What do I want to work on? What do you think I should work on? Yeah. Like, what do you, what, like, what would you, what do you need more of me? And what do, like, yeah. So it's like, we ask ourselves these questions. And we've done that every year, which is cool. Yeah. Which is awesome. So. But this year was fun because we did the peach pit and the buffalo, which was like, okay, peach is like the highlight. Buffalo is the low point, And then the buffalo. No. The pit is the low point. The buffalo. That's what I said. No, you said buffalo, buffalo. Oh, okay, yeah. Buffalo is like something like fun and wild. That, like, or, or unexpected. Or unexpected. Yeah, yeah. So that was fun. So we just like talked about all things relationships. Aaron didn't interrupt me with a traveling soldier. 
And I didn't. I, I did not. I said you didn't. Oh, I thought you said Aaron did interrupt me with traveling. That soldiers. was a full circle moment coming from our first one. Yeah. And that was really fun. Like, I love that time. And again, I think it just goes back to, of course, like, do I want to go? Like, it would have been cool to, like, go to Italy. Would have been cool to go to wine country, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's really just about us being together, enjoying each other, not talking about work, not talking about anything, and just, like, sitting around, having wine, eating a million chocolates, and just, like, talking and listening to music and, like, connecting together. Like, that's really all I love and all I want. It doesn't matter. Like we're literally in a roach infested apartment in the projects of Charleston. And it's like, and it was so fun. It It doesn't matter. I mean, and that's, if I was being super nitpicky, it would just been like, I was hoping that the apartment, which they said was available that day. Like I wanted to get the keys so we could go and spend our, our night there. Um, cause it's fully furnished. They even have like like, fire pits and, like yeah. Adirondack shares overlooking the entire city of Charleston. It's a gorgeous yeah. place. So I was like, so, ooh, that'd be fun to go sit out there and have our anniversary. But Yeah, but we could have had to move. Like it wouldn't have been relaxing. We would have been moving our shit all day. So I think it worked out yeah. perfectly. Yeah. But the lot I wanted to like wrap it up with this is like what? No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um I I wrote an email and, or like a post on Instagram and I was like reflecting on the our 13 years and it was interesting because like we've told our whole story you know about all that kind of stuff um it's like one of the first episodes we ever did on the podcast you can go back and listen but it was just I wrote like we've been married 13 years and then 11 of those years really we've been traveling Mm -hmm. and we've been together 16 years so we were like together living in Florida just not married but I was looking at our wedding pictures and, you know, it was a year, a little, a little over a year after we actually got married. Cause we got married, we bought our house and it was like really a year later that we decided to like blow up everything to start Not traveling. Even a year. Yeah. Cause I, so I said seven months at first and then I was like, no, actually it was over a year because You're right. we, we got married up in 2010. Yeah. And then we left to travel August 2012. Right, so we so had we about a yeah. year and a half until from the time we were married to the time we left. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just looking at those pictures. And I was like, wow, like we had no idea that day on the beach, like how much our life was about to change. Like the things that were coming down the way for us that we had no idea. Like we were excited. We're like buying a home and we're doing this. And then to know like or have no idea that a year and a half later we'd literally be like blowing up our life and like completely redirecting and going on this crazy travel life adventure that would go on for 11 years and it's still going. Like we had no clue. No, I know. And the opportunities that have come, it was everything that we used to dream about before I mean, it was after we got married in that year and a half, like all the sitting out back and dreaming and crying and like wanting more and realizing like, what did we do? Like, this isn't the life we we wanted to live, like has nothing to do with like getting married. You're the one I want to be with. But it was like, that was a, I remember that being a weird conversation of not being happy. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it's not like I'm not happy in the relationship, just not happy with the way our life is going. And this can't be it. And what are we going to do? And just feeling so like, there's no way in God's green earth because it's like we're scraping change to put gas in our car, but we had ideas of opening our own business and traveling the world and, you know, maybe going back to school or, or just completely changing careers and like that whole thing. And we're just like, we're scraping change out of the car, like to get to work on Thursday. Like, how are we going to do any of that to now circa 13 years opening and running our own business that we love? traveling to 20 plus countries, almost seeing every state in the U.S., all the adventures we've gone on. Yeah. To, you know, the financial freedom that we've had. It's just... And because of traveling, you know? And like you said, it was this crazy juxtaposition. I feel really smart saying that word. Do you know what that means? No, I... It's like a a contrast, right? So it's like juxtaposition... So it's like... Are you saying that correctly? Yes, juxtaposition. Spell it. No, I don't know how. So it's like two different screens. Like you're watching one, like 
one thing on this screen and something completely different on the other screen. It's like the contrast, right? Of like being so happy about being married and spending our lives together and like feeling like, wow, like I'm so in love and I'm so excited for this life. But then on the other side of it, completely opposite of like, I feel like this is not the life that we want to live and what have we done and now we have this house and there's like this feeling of being unfulfilled and trying to figure that and it was like these two different like contrasts of like how, like one bucket felt so full and the others were like so empty and we're like well what are we gonna do you know mm -hmm. and and just feeling that way and trying to figure out what we are going to do and and then finding out about traveling and then everything changed and it's just crazy how fast that things can change and and we had no idea which makes me always think too is like we we feel that way about like wow when we got married that day we had no idea what the like in a year our whole life was going to change like we were we thought maybe we were going to have kids and we realized we don't want that we don't want it like our whole like thought system change and so then it makes me think i like we'll look back on this time, right? That's how life is. And be like, wow, I remember we were sitting on the couch in Charleston. We had no idea that this was coming down the pipe and, and here we are next year. And this year, if you remember, this was the year that we said that we were going to go to Italy and try start trying to have a family. We said this like two no. years ago. Oh. And it's like, that's not happening right so it's just crazy how like yeah you know we're like that our 13th wedding anniversary we're going to be in italy and like do yeah. the things and like here we are in you know west virginia and we're not even close to that so that's my planning's for the birds dude i know like just live life man i saw something on instagram that said uh if you're lucky you have 4,000 weeks in your life. Please don't say it. I don't want to talk about sad stuff like this. It's not sad. And said, and then it said, so plan the trip. Go on the adventure. Like, But I was yeah. thinking, I was like, 4,000 weeks? That doesn't seem very much. Like, no. I feel like I've already lived 4,000 weeks. But yeah. 4,000 weeks technically is 76.92 years. Yeah. And I'm like, holy yeah. crap, dude. I mean, it is true. I was reading an email from Heath and Alyssa, who from the RV entrepreneur, who we like, and it was about how to um, not have regrets in life or whatever. And it was actually really good. But one thing that he talked about was always think about death. And like people don't like to think about that, but like in this, not in a morbid way, but in a way of like, wow, we only have this one precious life. And if you were to die tomorrow, or we never know when it's coming for us. So it's like, Make your decisions based on how you want to live, what feels right, like going for what you want, living in a way you want to live. There's never a right time for anything. There's ne like it's never going to be all green lights, go, go, go. Like you have to just do what feels right and go after your dreams and live how you want because it could be taken any moment. And so like when you have that in your mind, it's like tell the people you love them, be present for your life and like show up for it. And yeah, I was right. like, yeah. I mean, we've always heard it like Tim McGraw song, Live Like You Were Dying, right? And like yeah. that whole thing. But I've always, I get the concept, right? I think it's easier said than done. But I also, like if you knew that you only had a certain number of weeks, your financial situation wouldn't matter. Nothing. You would just go and spend all your money and do what you got to do to live that bit of your life right so obviously there's reason yeah right you got to keep that within reason but I, I get what everybody's saying and i don't know what it was but whenever i saw if you're lucky you get four thousand weeks i was like that doesn't seem very long i feel like i'm in contracts for four thousand weeks you know yeah feels like that yeah but i think that's definitely something that i def like even just looking back i'm 37 now we got married 13 years ago and mm -hmm. you're like holy shit like you were 24 yeah that's insane and no i was 25 when we got married no i was 24 when we got married i was 24 yeah i was 24 about to be 25 because we got married in november jeez i was a child i was like a child bride so we got married three years after we got together yeah because we Damn. got together you proposed after six months seven months was it seven October to November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Okay. Eight months. Oh, eight months. Okay. <laughs> I always say six. Okay. I know. 
And then we were engaged for like two years. So like we had a long engagement. That's crazy. But yeah, I just, that, it's like, it feels like, oh my God, that went by so fast. Like, how is it 13 years? How am I 37? How are we here? But also you look, you're like, we've done so much living during that time. Like, look at all the things that we've done during that period of time, but it still feels like it went by so fast. And so it's like, I really just want to be as present in my life as I can and just enjoy every moment of it because it is easy to be like, oh, like, you know, when we get here, when we do this, when like all these goals that we have and we're always working towards, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, I just want to like enjoy every second of it because 13 years just freaking flew by. Well, do you know that we only have one thing remaining from that time? Everything else is gone. The house is gone. The All the furniture we had, gone. Like nothing is remaining from that time period in our life except one thing. What? Mimi. Mimi. Mimi is the only thing that has been with us the entire time. Everything else is gone. Wow. Like we've totally changed everything. The direction in life, where we live, where we've been, our stuff we have. Yeah. All of that. Mimi's the only thing that was with us when we left and is still with us now. Yeah. Besides our relationship. Yeah. Which has changed as well. Yeah. For the better. Yeah. If you're not, if your relationship ain't changing, then you, you got big problems. Mm-hmm. All right. We <laughs> got to wrap this up. problems in a. Okay. And Mimi ain't one. That's true. Okay. But you yeah. just said you hate that song and you think it's awful. When did I say that? Oh my God, you, why do I have a flashback of yeah, this? Yeah, you said, what an awful song. You got 99 problems and a bitch ain't one. Where were we just listening to this? I, I remember this, On our I road don't. trip up here, it was that I have that country, that bluegrass version oh, of it. Oh, and a bitch ain't one. <laughs> it's like so aggressive. But yeah. It's kind of funny that you just said it. I think 50 sang that. Didn't he? No. Yes. Jay-Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But... The guy redid it in a bluegrass version. Yeah, that's a little bit aggressive. Plus, I just, like, don't love that word. No, I don't either. But It's, like, enough, you know? Yeah. It, whatever. Okay. We can end on this. Yep. Yeah, that's All right. It. So, here we go, guys. We're going to end it here. Thank you if you've listened this long. Thank you for hanging out with us. This was kind of was a anniversary extravaganza uh episode and i think it was fun yeah and re- remember join us on the launch of patagonia yep. on the 19th of november 2023 at 7:30. um if you're on the adventure list uh email list you will get the notification we'll have the zoom link where we're going to be it's going to be fun we're going to give all the details of the trip um, with a little presentation um, so it'll be a lot of fun to join us and like we said these trips fill up very quickly and usually the people that are on live uh that's when the cart opens whenever we get done with that uh presentation and so usually the people that are on live snatch up all the spots so if you do want to come to patagonia make sure to join us live that would be awesome to have you you can ask all your questions um and just hang out with us for a couple hours so that's going on on the 19th of november okay. please join us we will see Goodbye. you then patagonia 2024. Goodbye. 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 See you next goodbye. week. Follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Jeez. Goodbye. <laughs>